You're five BPM too short, get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> And put it over Paul Simon's face. <laughs> Doesn't <Art Garfield? laughs> I remember you sending me this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's our intro. Hello, everyone watching. That's our intro. Everyone watching. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back hey. to the Jack Daniels Podcast, episode four. Episode I'm surprised four. We got this far. Like, so am <laughs> I. I'm surprised we did one episode. <laughs> like, yeah, we we got this uh, far. It's it's good. It's it's all good. It's going good. You got me. Is Groove probably probably the host? Also known as Jack. We'll, we'll ignore that. We got also known as Jack. Yeah, because uh, otherwise it wouldn't make sense. I'll shut up. And then we got um, <laughs> introduce yourself, please. I, I, I am Daniel. Lovely. Lovely, lovely Daniel. And I know. So lovable. Yes. Today <laughs> we are reviewing Is it a bestseller? Like well, like we normally do, I don't really think so. But see, I think this was a this is a fantastic album. I don't think just a bestseller. I think this is easily one of the greatest of all time. And when I say greatest of all time, I mean to do with singers and artists i mean it's probably the best of their work mm, yeah i mean i haven't listened definitely to, for this one i haven't listened to every one of their albums but i'm gonna admit oh no nor have i but this is definitely up there from oh absolutely this is one of my favorites of all time yeah and it's yeah. the first time we're reviewing a folk album it is or folk pop whatever you want to call it i call it folk pretty spicy i reckon it's like folk rock yeah, but it's not like Bob Dylan folk rock. That's proper folk rock. Mm. Yeah, not like Jim Croce. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. We have um, 1970s Simon & Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water. Class album. Class. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Classic. I mean, what more can you say? It's an mm. iconic album. <laughs> Definitely. There's yeah. so many tracks. It's just hit after hit. Hanger after hit. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the exceptions, in my opinion. But, yeah. Mm. And yeah. you guys have run us through the... We're doing re- tell, tell us, tell the our viewers how we do it. So, if you've been living under a rock for the past we four weeks... We just can't bother to listen. We... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we... We rank the songs from best to worst, and then we do it backwards from the highest score to the lowest based on where we put it on our list. And, um, yeah. Class. That's all I have uh, to say. I don't know how good is Grove is at editing, but um, not long ago, me and my friend Jed, we were bored. So we recreated the album cover for Simon and Garfunkel because he's six foot two and has blonde hair and a perm, and I'm five foot eight. And I have long, pretty, dark pretty hair. decent photos. So just... well. 
yeah um i don't know how good is grove is editing but hopefully there'll be a picture of it either at the end of the video or now on the screen all right so <laughs> challenge number <laughs> number 11 Let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. Number, Number eleven. I think we. Were, I think we. You know, you can all see it coming. That Song for the Asking is going to be last. Because I mean, I. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last last song. It's it doesn't even cut two minutes. It doesn't cut two minutes. Yeah. It, wait. How minute, long is it? Nine, one minute um, ninety-one. I think ninety-one. Fifty-one. Th- song for asking. No, I got one minute thirty-nine. Well, well, well I mean, it's short. It's <laughs> short. It's yeah. short, it's snappy, but I I don't think it's too bad. I quite like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I put this right at the bottom. And um, although it was nice, it hit the classical side too much, I yeah, think. Wait, what do you mean by that? It, it, expand. Oh, no, wait. Was it this one or someone else that started with an orchestra? <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it had strings in it. Yeah, I was... Because we were just listening to it well, before yeah, we started. <laughs> Whatever, it's a, I, I like it. It's a good tune. It's it's yeah. It's it, good. It it's good. sweet. It's short. Would you skip it if it's on? No. Um, I'm not sure. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, song, I, I think probably yeah. Because if I'm in a hype mood, I wouldn't put this trash on. <laughs> but, <laughs> on <laughs> but I quite like it. It's. I, I yeah. quite like the transition between um, Bye Bye Love into this tune as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it demonstrated that yeah. very well. Speaking of Bye Bye Love. Uh, At number eight, we have... It's not Bye Bye... I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a 10, um, but number 10, Bye Bye Love. Yeah. Isgrove put this at his 10, I put it at his Yeah, <laughs> because I don't really like this tune of a whole bunch, but it's not too, it's not the worst, but I don't really like it. Because the crowd um, noise... I mean, the first time I read it, I was I was looking at it on yeah. YouTube to, to listen to it. And the way that the person had written the title, it was uh, I thought that they wrote the song <laughs> as a goodbye, because they wrote Bye Bye Love Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't put by Simon. <laughs> you should you like, should see what it is on Spotify. It's like bye bye love live at the Oakland Auditorium, October nineteen sixty eight. Which is funny because it was actually recorded in November of nineteen sixty nine. They got it all wrong. <laughs> I know, and it's like it, it really annoys me when when Spotify or things like that. They never have an original version. They always only well, have, they have the live cut. Is the one they included on this album? Well, yeah, I it's know a live. Rec- it's a on. I put with the live recording as well. With all that, the crowd noise is so ear piercing. <laughs> it is. It's oh my days! It's so loud, and I get it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a live recording. I understand that, but mate. All the all the like legendary live albums out there, you know, like the Who live at Leeds, Kiss is alive, you know, stuff like that. At least there's like yeah. not loads of crowd noise to the point where you can't even hear a flipping tune. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get you get some of those concerts. I noticed it in a lot of Slipknot's live um, songs. Yeah. You can, the, it, it, it's it's so loud it cuts out the audience. Yeah. You kind of need a balance. 
in my opinion. Well, yeah. Either balance or you just can't hear it at all and you forget it. Like... <laughs> yeah. And that kind of baffles Yeah, me. well, they do that sometimes. I don't know if there was overdubs mm. on this tune. There probably was. I we'll don't never know. know. It's quite interesting how this is um, an Every Brothers cover as well. It because... is, yeah. I can remember reading about it on Wikipedia. And um, I, I I was reading it, and I, it was in the middle of class yeah. as well. And I... I nearly start. I nearly screamed, like started going like it happily, obviously, because the beginning of the intro to this, um, the description of the song, it said back in the summer of 1969, and I just cried inside. Because <laughs> summer of 69 is oh, such a banging cute. song. <laughs> yeah. I, I was so tempted to Go just. On, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, banging. Eh, all right, tune. Num- now, this is funny. Yeah. This is funny. I like how we've both put this at number nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bridge Over Trouble Wars is the title track. What title can I say track. about this tune? Right, now, don't get me wrong. It's a lovely tune, and it's it's soft, and I think it fits in its place really well. No, it doesn't. However, well, yeah, but, <laughs> I you know. However, it doesn't have. I said this about a lot of the Pink Floyd songs as well, but it doesn't have that oh, kick. No. <laughs> it doesn't no prepare way. you for El Condor Paza. El Condor Paz, I don't know. It's Puerto Rican or something. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. such. It's such a dud. <laughs> it's such a dud. It's so. It's so much of a ballad that it's just painful. <laughs> And it takes yeah. so long to get into it. And Maybe. what do you get, like, flipping these really tiny drums? Like, yeah. I can't. I, oh, I would not put this on. Um, I would skip it nope. if it comes on. Christ. I wouldn't. I mean, I quite like it. It's in my playlist, so... I'd, if I was in the right mood, I'd listen to it. But I don't want to be listening to yeah. it every time I put the flipping needle on this album. Well, I mean, like, I, I, any album that I have, I basically listen to start Same. to finish without skipping any of it, just because music's music. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. It's a whole artistic statement. But, the, I, yeah, this tune doesn't, doesn't click, don't click with me. It, it clicks with so many other people, but yeah. it doesn't click with me whatsoever. Yeah, not, not really me either. But, you know, it's yeah. nice. I mean, Garfunkel's... Garfunkel's a great vocalist. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But it's just, he doesn't pack any punch sometimes, and this is really one of the times. Hmm. Yeah, which... What more can you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At number... Uh, eight. At number eight is Why Don't You That's Write good question. Me. Why don't, this was is why don't you write me? Why don't you write? You should be writing writing to me. Yeah, but why don't you? Uh, write this me? song is twelve bar blues um, in the worst way possible. Oh, yeah. It is horn section over horn section over horn section. The lyrics make no sense. It's so. I don't like this tune. I don't really like it. Moving on to number seven. <laughs> now, Wiggins, what you put it at number six? 
I put it a six because I I just enjoyed it. Fair, it was fair. It's not it's not it's not horrendous, but it's not. Wouldn't skip it if it's on. I, I, I probably would. It's it's a bit obnoxious in my opinion. Okay. But, I mean, fair. yeah. I don't know. I can't re- I can't really explain it. It just doesn't do it for me. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Number seven, so long, Frank Lloyd White. Right, 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 um, right. You put this right, said you, Fred. You put this right, number ten. That's I did. Quite low. Now, again, it didn't have that kick, but it was nice. That's all I have to say. Fair. I think. Did it have a kick? No. Did it? Was it re- a really just sweet a sweet tune? Yes, it's great. I, I I quite like this. Number five, I put it at. Yeah, yeah. okay, fair. You, yes, yeah. you, have you read into the lyrics as well? It's quite interesting. Uh, no, it's, I, don't um, I don't think. Basically, it was Paul Simon, like, writing a breakup song for art. It's like, oh. so long, Frank Lloyd Wright is supposed to be Art Garfunkel, but... Paul kind of personified it in such a way. Like I never learned the tune so long so soon. I don't know. I quite. It's quite a decent message. Good that there's there's lyrics on the back of the record. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. I know. I'm I'm sad. They kind of knew that. Well, they've always had a really tough time because even back in. Um, Oh, there's a whole story. I read. I read an article about this. It was um, a bit of a tangent, but <laughs> they um, <laughs> they started out like as a a duo called Tom and Jerry um, back in the day, and they were like a I want to say do what, but I'm probably not true. And then um, Paul Simon realised, oh, this isn't going anywhere, so he went and did like a side project and that really angered Garfunkel like really bad I'm not surprised <laughs> I don't blame so him so they split up and then a couple years later they um, got back together to do some do some rubbish and they, they got the name Simon and Garfunkel and they put out their first album Wednesday mornings 6 o'clock I think it's called mm. um, and that had Sound of Silence on it that oh, initially that, that album absolutely tanked no sales at all so they were like screw this wow. let's let's break up and then oh i think it was 65 some producer put um a whole backing band to sound of silence released it as a single and it skyrocketed to like all the top charts it was a massive wow. success and so that made them sort of like get back together even though they didn't want to so they were together and they released four more albums like 
against their will, basically, because they <laughs> hated each other the whole wow. time. That is quite. I scary. know. And then they kind of then this was like their last straw. They were like, "Screw this, bridge over troubled water," and that was it. They did a couple reunions, like they made a, they did My Little Town, which was a tune in '75, which is the single they released. They did a couple. They did. They did Central Park yeah, as well Central in Park. 1980, didn't they? Yeah, they've done it. And what's to say they still can't now? <laughs> I mean, they're both alive. I know. I mean, oh, but like, I know they hated each other and all, but like, look at what they did. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was all Paul Simon, but whatever. That's debatable. <laughs> Paul Simon wrote the tunes. Yeah, but you still wouldn't have Simon and Garfunkel without Garfunkel, because then it would just be mm. Simon. I reckon Paul Simon could have started his own solo career about Garfunkel. Because when um, Wednesday Morning tanked their first album, Paul Simon actually released a solo album before Sounds of Silence yeah. blew up, uh, the Paul Simon songbook. So he, yeah. Because he, he could like do it on his own. Garfunkel couldn't. He didn't have to choose. Basically. Mm. It's, it's so sad to think though because they were so iconic and inspiring and just then when you hear that story it's just like yeah. oh my god <laughs> I don't know this... I heard on the grapevine that they were going to make a Simon and Garfunkel biopic and I also heard on the grapevine that Dwayne Johnson was going to be playing Garfunkel <laughs> I want to see that <laughs> I want to see that <laughs> That would, yeah that would be Let's just say it would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> also, well, I mean, I I can kind of see it because his hair kind of when he was younger. Yeah, we gonna flip out of here now. <laughs> oh, I just wanna, I just wanna also make a point about um the whole breakup and all. I think it kind of proves that Simon really could hold his own, where Garfunkel really can't do it without Simon, in my opinion. Because Paul Simon has such a great solo career. You had, like, the the debut. You had There Goes Ryan and Simon. In the 80s, you had Graceland, which was an absolute smasher. Yeah. Like, and what, what did Garfunkel do? You can't tell me. Because you don't know. He spent loving, caring time with his family. That's what matters. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Number Six. six. El Condor Passar, I think that's how you pronounce it. El Condor Paz oh, Pasta. I can't um, <laughs> I can't remember the country this is from, but this is this tune sounds is Italian. it's not Italian, it's like is it, not? it begins with P. I looked it up just before this. Portugal? No, it's somewhere weird. It's not weird, that's not racist. Um but this <laughs> this tune is actually considered um almost like their second national anthem. Yeah, which is crazy. Not the not the Simon and Garfunkel version, just the general tune. Yeah, because this is a traditional tune from whatever country it is. It's a wonderful song. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. I put it at five. Is going to put it at seven. Seven. It's not. I think it's not. Sorry, it's not wonders, but it's decent. It's fairly decent. Mm. It's not too bad. Yeah. Before I heard the boxer. I think this was my second favourite song on the album. Fair, fair, fair. Because my first was always Cecilia, because I've I've known that song since I was, like, one. <laughs> fair play. Well, Cecilia's such and a then, 
It is. And then I saw these two guys cover it on YouTube, and I was like, I want to cry. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. Number yeah. five, top five now. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Top five. Um, Baby Driver. What's my number? This is almost rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Like, geez, I think. Honestly. Now, this one is one of the ones that had the kick. <laughs> Just a bit. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It is. You put it at seven, didn't you? I put it at six. Six, rather. Six. It's, it's fairly decent. Yeah. It's fairly decent. I think so. Not quite a top five cracker. It nearly was, but not quite. Fair. But yeah, it's def- It's got a punch. It's pro- I'd, I'd put it on if I was in a great mood, and I'm always in a great mood, so I'm always going to put it on. <laughs> Fair. I mean... <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um, you put it at four. four. What do you no? What do you think about you put it at number four? Oh, I just I just thought it had that kick, and immediately I was tapping my feet to it, and I was yeah. like, "This is sick." The, the the lyrics really like they just really sync with me as well. Mm. The whole what's my number? I've said that like five times, and that's because it's such a great hook. <laughs> it's such a great hook. In, indeed it is. It's amazing. Mm, oh, absolutely. They call me Baby Driver What's number four? Number four, uh, The Only Living Boy in New York. I put this at seven. It's going to put it at two. This song's fantastic. It is fantastic. This this shows um, Garfunkel's pure bliss in the harmonies. The harmonies Mm -hmm. is what makes this. Yeah, that's true. If this, this is on God's iPod up in heaven. This is on God's (laughs) iPod. Because it's so heavenly. <laughs> Interesting way to put it. It's so, it sounds great. It sounds yeah. Great. And the lyrics are also about how much Garf, um, Simon hates Garfunkel. Jesus Christ! Is <laughs> a story. Is a story. So Garfunkel is a bit of an actor. He um, went off to go and star in a movie. I think called Catch Twenty Two. I think that's the name of the film. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge. And um, he had to, like, fly out somewhere else in America to go do it, which left Simon pretty lonely, thinking that he's the only living boy in New York. Go figure. Ah. Quite cool. I see. It also addresses um, Garfunkel as Tom. And, of course, they Mm. be called Tom and Jerry. So, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it all links. It all links. Paul Simon. It all makes sense. Is it easy? Jesus are coming together and the walls are closing in. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the law. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> this tune's amazing. I love it. Yeah. You put this it, quite it is low. Good. You put this. Yeah, seven. I did put it quite low, but that's just because it had the kick, but there was a couple others that had more of a kick. Yeah, I mean, this tune doesn't really have a kick. It's just like. 
it's almost instantly gets into it it's almost ambience it's almost like that brian mm. you know ambience through the harmonies and that's not something that you can achieve very well without directly going for ambient music which is that's such an achievement in itself it might be. yeah ambient music didn't even come around until like what eight years after this album it's crazy mm, yeah yeah, it's, I love this tune so much. It is a good one. Top three. Now, the top the top three on this list happen to be my top three on my list. <laughs> well, they're my top and, four, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, coming in at number three, we have Keep the Customer Satisfied. Yay. As soon as I heard this, I fell in love with it. Same. <laughs> Every like, time this comes on, I'm just mouthing all the words because I just know all the words because it's a great... Yeah. Like you can really like draw the comparisons between Simon and Garfunkel and flipping rock and roll. To yeah. Then through tunes like this, you don't you don't normally see it or hear it, but now when this when something like this comes on, it's just like, well, this is this is just this is just this something is brand new. Decent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's very, yeah, it, it's interesting that and um, yeah, fantastic song. Yeah. I, I'm 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 happy with my top three, and I'm happy putting that at number three. I'm pretty happy putting that at number four as well. Flipping mm. deserving of it. Uh, yeah. So number number two is Cecilia. That's this tune's iconic. This was on. This was my second. This was his Grove's third. Why? Why? Why Ooh. third? Well, I mean, it's great. It's iconic. It really puts you in a mood. But I, I, it's definitely like a eight out of ten tune, but the other ones are nine out of ten in my opinion. But this tune Fair. gets you proper in the mood. Even like yeah, the does. even the I'm, I'm not going to say a drum solo, but like the breakdown of the flutes, I love that bit especially. I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Do you want to know one thing that annoys me out of the hmm. At the start, there's um, there's a chord that's played. I think it's a I think it's a G sharp, which is like completely out of key. And when it gets into the actual tune, it's like you're thrown into a completely different thing, and it does my head in every time. Oh, see that, that I, that's what I love about this song. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got perfect pitch. I'd imagine it would annoy you more. No, it doesn't. It makes it better. Fair. I just think it annoys me. It, nah. It, yeah, it, it makes it better for me, I think. Okay. I mean, it's only at the start. Mm, it's not yeah. too um, bad, really. Yeah. Yeah, tune, tune. Absolute tune. Tune. And number one for both. We've, we've got joint number one. It's the first joint time it's happened. First, first time. Respect each other's opinions. <laughs> Tis the boxer. Now, boxer. what is not to like about this song? It's great. The lyrics take you on a journey. This is why I'm He's just writing about, I think, his experiences of being homeless or someone being homeless, a character being homeless. And. Hmm. It really puts you, puts you into perspective of like how bad of a experience it is. It does, yeah. It's it's incredibly sad. Yeah. But it's so beautiful 
and yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, the chorus was actually just filler initially. Mm. That wasn't actually supposed to be the chorus, but because so many people liked it, it just kept it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, some of the most iconic parts of albums and songs are always mistakes. Like the end baseline yeah. to the chain by Fleetwood Mac. That was never supposed to be a thing. Really? Yeah, but when they were recording, the re- the the producer was just like, "This is sick. I'm keeping it in." And then, exactly. And yeah, and then that was one of the most iconic things of yeah. all time, becoming literally the theme show to a TV show. Yeah. And song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just puts things into perspective. You could literally be jamming, and yeah. something amazing could happen. That's also how "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses came about. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. The riff, the riff was just Slash's um, warm up, and then yeah. Axl Rose was upstairs, and heard it, and he started writing lyrics to it. And then same. one day when he was at a concert, he was just like, "Play that thing again," and then they same, did it. Um, it was the same with Eddie Van Halen's "Eruption" too. Yeah. That was warm up. Literally, Absolutely. just little things like that. Yeah. Become the most famous things ever. Yeah, I've not really looked about this tune. I've not really looked into it, but some people genuinely say this is a dig of Bob Dylan for some reason. Oh, right. It's just like a diss track towards Dylan. And I, I like <laughs> to look into it. <laughs> it just seems quite weird to me. Yeah. Quite ironic because Dylan covered this tune, um, I think, the same year this came out on wow. Calvin Self Portrait. Which is, that's an album we can do. That would be interesting to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this tune's great. Absolutely. The, the guitar part's iconic. Uh, yeah, it's, it's that, that's one of my favourite parts. That, Dan didn't know this was a half step down. I didn't I t- because I, I was told and taught that it was in standard. It's a half step down. Either way, it's beautiful. Yeah. Nothing, there's nothing else to say. Lie, lie, Asking only workmen's wages I come looking for. So, Isgrove, overall, what, how, what would you rate this album? Uh, Isgrove's going, it's going is four and eight, personally. Eight, okay. Decent. Because I think this really captures what Simon Garfunkel is as a duo mm. pretty well. It's got so many so many bangers, couple couple duds, but we'll ignore that. And overall, it's a decent listening experience. You know, when I put on the vinyl, I'm absolutely coming along the whole way. <laughs> That's completely fair. And the flip, my flipping copy skips on the record. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, what's your thing? <laughs> um, 8.5. Ooh, go. This, for me, is the... See, so many of these songs, so many of Simon of Garfunkel's songs I can remember listening to from such a young age. And then they'd come on on this album and I'd just be like, oh my God. It's almost like a great hit album. <laughs> really? It, yeah. 
it's basically a greatest hits album of theirs, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And um well, apart from greatest hits, which is a greatest hits album. Well, obviously. <laughs> it's also a decent album. But yeah, it just it shone a light of nostalgia in my eyes when I re-listened yeah. to it. And I and yeah. You know what? You screw it. Nine. I'm giving it a nine mm. out of ten. Fair, fair. Sprung back so many good memories, and especially ones with my granddad, because he loved Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, but before he died, he'd be he'd be walking around the house, and he'd just be whistling Simon and Garfunkel songs, and then he'd fair. play them for me, and it would just be like, "This is awesome." Okay? <laughs> it was, it was oh, it was magical. Decent. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, that concludes Sorry. today's instalment of the Jack Daniels podcast. Um, I think this was a good one, actually. I enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. It took longer than I thought, but, you know. Oh, well, I waffled in the middle. I quite like that. Waffle. doesn't matter. It, that's what podcast is about. Yeah. Thank you so Class. much for listening. Um, next week's podcast will be out same day, most likely same time. Um, sure. Huge <laughs> thanks to Isgrove. And yeah, um, thanks for listening, and see you soon. Stream this out, it's great. See you.